we've tried many other things. We've tried flyers, mail-ins. We're open to trying literally everything. We are always trying new ways, but referrals will always be the best way to get members. So what we try to do is have referral specials. Each month, we try to have something that encourages members to refer and Mm -hmm. for them to get incentive as well. Welcome to the Marketing Moguls Podcast, where we talk to the big shots, the heavy hitters, the cream of the crop in the world of marketing. This is a show where we sit down with the most brilliant minds in the industry, and we pick their brains to find out what makes them tick, what makes them successful, and sometimes what makes them want to pull their hair out. Each episode, we'll be talking to top executives, entrepreneurs, even influencers who have made their mark in the marketing world, and we'll be asking them tough questions like, what's the best way to increase conversions? Or how do you come up with a killer ad campaign? Or why do marketers always wear black? But let's be real, we're not just here to talk shop, we're also here to have some fun. So we'll be discussing some of the latest trends, we're gonna be sharing some hilarious marketing fails, and maybe even trying to convince our guests to let us in on their secret to creating the perfect meme. So whether you're a marketer, a business owner, or just someone who's fascinated by the world of marketing, this podcast is for you. Sit back, grab your favorite drink, and join us as we dive into the minds of the marketing moguls that are shaping the industry today. Okay, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Marketing Moguls Podcast. I am joined by an amazing guest today that we're very grateful to have on. Her name is Sarah Brown, and she's the marketing director over at Partners One. Sarah, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. I'm so grateful to be here. Of course, it's wonderful to have you. Before we really dive into too much about what you're doing right now, how you're marketing everything, would you mind giving us just a really brief rundown into who you are and how you got to where you are today? So my experience with marketing kind of started off really weird. I grew up in the generation that started with Facebook and Instagram and got to witness that growing up, which was really weird. But I wanted to be an SFX makeup artist for film growing up. I love cheesy horror movies. Freddy Krueger got me into makeup and I discovered it through YouTube, fell down the spiral and had an amazing father that so graciously encouraged me to post on social media and gain a following to then in turn, hopefully one day make that my career. With that, I started doing YouTube videos, started posting on Instagram and Facebook. I joined Facebook groups to work with indie filmmakers in South Louisiana, where I'm from. And I started getting gigs. I got my first gig at 17 through Facebook, which is so weird to think about. And also, probably not the safest thing, (laughs) but it turned out fine. (laughs) That's awesome. And then how did you transition your experience doing kind of all of this like online social media based stuff and working and getting these gigs and everything like that into finally like morphing into this kind of marketing role that you have today? I wanted to go to cosmetology school and study it. And then I realized that cosmetology school is about hair and I didn't want to do that. So I was trying to figure out when I was graduating high school what I wanted to do. And my mom begged me, just go to college for a year. Go get a business degree because it'll probably benefit you if you end up doing this full time. Yep. So I I went and did it at Louisiana State University purely because 13th Gate Haunted House, which is one of the largest haunted houses, I think top three in the nation, is right around the corner. And I wanted to work there in order to build my career as an SFX makeup artist. So I went to LSU. I started studying business with a marketing degree because my mom just picked it because she Mm. knew I hated math. And I wasn't going to do well at accounting or finance. And 
I started working at 13th Gate. And the thing about marketing degrees is you don't get into your degree until your junior year. You have to do the accounting and the finance and the other stuff that you don't really want to do, but you have to study it and learn it for a business degree. And I was like checking off the box. Don't want to do this. Don't want to do this. So kept with the SFX makeup, kept doing it, did film gigs throughout college, which was very difficult to manage a schedule while doing that. And then junior year, I started taking marketing classes and I was learning the history of marketing, how people used to do it before social media, which I had no idea. I knew about pitching myself through social media. I had to pitch myself in front of people, but I never realized what it was like before that. And I really spiraled into that field. And what I was starting to realize is that what I loved about doing the SFX makeup wasn't the SFX makeup itself. It was the marketing myself through social media primarily and pitching myself and having to create this content and edit these videos on YouTube that I was doing at the time and really doing whatever I could and finding new ways to market myself to this industry, which is a very niche industry, especially in South Louisiana. So that kind of led me into doing more internships. And then I found an internship with the company I'm at now, Partners One, for the summer. And they had no idea anything about social media. And they said, we just need somebody who's willing to learn and is willing to just try different things. So we are here to support you. Just take everything, whatever you need from us, we'll give it to you. And it was a very small team in Baton Rouge. And I love it. It feels like home. It's cozy. And it was very supportive. And they just wanted somebody who was able to figure out anything social media realm wise. And that's how I got into Partners One. And I've been there. This will be my fourth year, three years full time, one year intern. That's awesome. It's really cool when you can find a place that supports that educational aspect of things and like that learning and development. I think oftentimes we get stuck in situations where everybody's just like, shouldn't you know all that? It's like, oh, there's so much to constantly learn. Like you can, I mean, things change every year, as you know, better than anyone doing all the social media stuff. Man, think about what social media looked like five, 10 years ago. It's way different than what it looks like today. So yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's changed so much. And especially growing up when Instagram was a baby. Yep. And watching it grow. And now it's all about video and reels. And then that's going to change in two years, I bet. We're going to go back to long form content probably. But it's crazy and it makes it fun. The constant change and the challenge is what makes it so fun to me. You can't learn social media in school. Nobody's going to teach that. (laughs) You have to learn it through the job. And I love the fact that my company and my boss are so accepting of that and know that you're going to constantly have to be learning and changing things. That's one of the things that we like to try to do here on the podcast is try to talk to interesting people like you so that people can learn new things just like that. We use this as a tool to help people learn just like they could learn from, you know, watching YouTube videos or reading articles online or something like that. The hope is that when people are driving in their car, going for a walk or whatever they're doing, cooking in the kitchen, they can throw on this podcast and they can listen and learn things as well. And so we are very pro continued education. And we think that's awesome. (laughs) I wanted to ask, like you mentioned Partners One and your current job and everything like that. Can you give us a rundown into like what you all do? What is your product? What do you do? Who do you serve? Things like that. Absolutely. So Partners One is a business to business bartering network that's located within Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So our audience is very niche. It's all Baton Rouge based businesses. So we have a network of about 700 businesses that basically trade with each other. They don't have to spend cash on either business or personal expenses. 
if a business needs janitorial services, they can go through our directory or call one of our salespeople. We have two really great, awesome dudes who do that. And I appreciate all the work they do because I don't have to do it. (laughs) And so they set people up. And it's also a really cool way for these business owners to make these connections. They're able to connect with other people in the local Baton Rouge area and help grow each other's businesses, which is super cool. Partners One has been in business since 2000. So they're going on 23 years, which is absolutely insane to think of because other barter exchanges from my research and from what I've seen don't really last that long. And one of the cool things about Partners One and the reason that I think it's lived to 23 years is that it's member owned. Our board of directors is all members and a lot of them have been members since the very beginning. And so they absolutely have seen partners grow. They know what happened in the beginning. They've been in their businesses for 23 years at the very least, if not before that. Some of our members are now retired and still actively involved in Partners One, even though they're retired and they've left their business and moved on. But it's absolutely incredible to see Baton Rouge businesses just uplift each other and help each other. And part of it's to thank with Partners One. So many businesses, local businesses, can't really afford to do things. A lot of them struggle, especially after COVID. It's been difficult. And so having a way to trade business expenses and personal expenses has been super beneficial, I think, to a lot of business owners. Yeah, absolutely. Hey there, we want to take a quick second to thank our sponsors of this episode, Tier 11. Do you ever sit at your computer wondering why you're spending so much money on advertisement for your business that drives little to no revenue? Does the idea of another month with low engagement make you want to pull your hair out? Well, you're in luck because the team of professionals over at Tier 11 can handle these issues in no time flat and make you forget all about your nightmare ad experience. Tier 11 is an advertising agency that manages over $100 million in annual ad spend and has more than 15 years of advertising experience. So it's pretty safe to say they know their stuff. Stop wasting your time and your budget on advertising that doesn't work and trust the professionals instead. Head over to www.tier11.com today and chat with the team member to learn more about how they can help you get more customers and increase their lifetime value. That's T-I-E-R-E-L-E-V-E-N.com. Now back to the podcast. I'm thinking like, it's off the top of my head, just thinking locally, I live in an area where we don't have any sort of system like this, but I imagine that it would be incredibly beneficial to a lot of the businesses around there. I'm sure that there's some people that live in the Baton Rouge area that might not be aware that Partners One exists. So how do you all let the community know that you're there and that you can help them? And I guess a better way to phrase that is, how do you market Partners One? How do you bring in new people and help them understand that you're there, that you can offer this value to them, and that you have built this wonderful company with these great connections? So we have a couple of different routes in how we do it. Obviously, we have the social media aspect which is pretty much all my route. I'm the one who's running all of it, figuring out everything for that. And through there, we just constantly engage with other Baton Rouge businesses. I'm reading magazines. We have a local magazine called 225 Magazine that's incredible and always posts about their newest businesses in Baton Rouge. I am going through that every month. I am writing down. I am connecting, making sure to engage messaging them. If we post something about partners, that's a really good testimonial. I'll send it to them in the DMs to make sure they are aware. And I'm sure that a lot of them get lost because people have social media managers, which is partially my job. So I get it. And then we have a great sales team. 
who will also sometimes do cold calls. What we aim to do is for referrals. We really encourage our members to refer other members. And I think that's something a lot of marketers kind of forget about is referrals. If you think about it, most businesses, the reason they have certain customers is from referrals. I go to a restaurant because somebody referred that restaurant. Mm -hmm. Oh, this food is really good. Get this pasta. So I'm like, I got to try the pasta. So I'm going to go and I'm going to go get that because somebody recommended it to me. So we really want our members to refer other business owners because a lot of business owners are friends with other business owners, correct? Mm -hmm. So we really want them to help refer because then they can get a foot in the door, especially if they love partners. They can be like, hey... I've done all this. I've saved this much money through partners, which is awesome and incredible. And hopefully it gives them a little bit more of a reason to join and get mm-hmm. the name out there. We have other things. We've tried many other things. We've tried flyers, mail-ins. We're open to trying literally everything. We are always trying new ways. But referrals will always be the best way to get members. So what we try to do is have referral specials. Each month, we try to have something that encourages members to refer and Mm -hmm. for them to get incentive as well. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I mean, it's true that when you have a business that is willing to put themselves behind it and say like, we've worked with Partners One, we know it's great, you guys should check them out. I feel like that holds a lot more weight than when you all just can go out and do it yourself. Because if they're hearing from someone that they know and they trust and they've already have a relationship with them, that opens a lot of doors. And yeah, I think that's a really strong and powerful way to do that sort of outreach. And it's difficult to explain to somebody who hasn't heard of Partners One what we do. Right. So exactly. having somebody who is involved in Partners One and it's like, this is what I get from it. It makes it a lot easier than what we can explain because obviously we work for the company. So we'll say all the terms and all these big things about it. But somebody who's just a member will be able to put it in a lot simpler terms than we would and be able to really refer and recommend it to somebody else stronger than we ever could. Because testimonials will always be the best thing for any business. Yeah, absolutely. In that same light, I was just thinking about that. When it comes to communicating with your audience, when it comes to getting these sort of testimonials out there, the referrals and things like that, What would you say is one of the bigger topics that you all have that you wish it was a little easier for your audience to understand? Like, so maybe in the past, we've spoken to a couple different people who are like, man, if only we could let them know that we have a new way of doing this. It's just hard to get that message across. Is there a specific message that you all have at Partners One that you're like, you wish you could just make your whole audience understand easier about what you do or who you service or how you can be helpful or something like that? I think the hardest thing for us is just to get people to realize what we do without physically doing it. Mm -hmm. I know when I first started, I had no idea. I was like, you could tell me this and it's going in one ear, out the other. (laughs) It's a difficult concept, especially if you've never heard of barter exchanges before. I'm not a business owner. I've never bartered with somebody in that sense for business expenses. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was a really weird and hard thing to do until I started actually using my trade account to then barter and go and use these trade dollars at different businesses. And it's such a really cool way, but maybe I'm just a physical learner. So for me, it was more difficult, but I struggled to figure out a way for every type of learner to then learn what we do and how easy it is to use Partners One. Because our directory is very nice and has so many businesses. You can click on restaurants and just go through it. Look through the restaurants and it's really easy to just go 
and use your partner's one card. It looks just like a normal credit or debit card. Mm -hmm. Use it the same way. And I wish more people would take advantage of how many businesses Partners One has on our directory. We have 700 businesses that are all Baton Rouge owned. You have janitorial services, pest control, restaurants, hair. You can get your hair done on Partners. It's incredible. You can use it for both business and personal expenses. And I think not everybody realizes what all you can use it for. We have some members that take advantage of it. Some members use it for everything. And that's what we love. We want that. But I think just getting out there for number one, new people who haven't heard of Partners One, to show them how easy it is to use it is a very difficult thing. Because a lot of people probably think, oh, this is really difficult. This is too much. It's really not that much. It's very easy. And then for current members to just use it for everything that they possibly can. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. It's always hard when you have something that you know people aren't fully utilizing and you're like, hey, you know, you can do this, this, and this, right? You know that. Yes. Yeah. But that's great though, because it gives you a lot of educational content that you can run and post on like your socials and stuff like that. And so I think that's great because it probably gives you the opportunity to have a lot of different topics that you can talk about in order to educate the audience in the clients that you all have and be like, listen, you all can do all of these awesome things and I'm going to highlight them here or something like that. So absolutely. We are running a little bit short on time, but before I let you go, I wanted to ask, and this is something that I tried to make sure I talk with each of our guests about, which is that we have a lot of people that listen into the show that are very interested in doing marketing for a career, right? And that's something that they want to try to make a reality. And so especially when we get the chance to talk to awesome guests like you who have come from different sort of backgrounds, where when you grew up, at least from what you told me, you didn't initially think like, I want to be a CMO one day. You were interested in other things. And you've now found your way into this awesome position in the world of marketing. So the question that I wanted to ask you is if you could go back a few years and talk to yourself or even just talk to someone else who might be in a position that you were in years ago... Is there any sort of advice or recommendations that you can give them on how maybe they could navigate their career towards being more similar to a role like you have today? Especially if you want to get into the social media realm, focus on your brand first. Focus on promoting yourself. LinkedIn is incredible for that. Any achievement you have, promote it, especially in the world of marketing. I went to school for it. I know a lot of great intelligent marketers that never went to school for it. They went to school for veterinary sciences or something completely different and then went to it later. The best thing about social media is you don't have to go to school for it. There's so many resources online and just do everything and do it on your personal accounts. If you don't have a personal account, especially social media marketing, if that's what you want to do, you're kind of putting yourself at the back burner. Marketing is a huge industry and there's so many people that want to be marketers. Focus on your personal branding and really making it look good. And that way you have something to show people and show and be like, this is what I did for myself. Let me show you what I can do for your company. And I think that's a really good way to market yourself in this world. Absolutely. Yeah. And being on top of things too, I'm sure helps. Like you said, with all the learning and the development, with the way things are changing, to be on that cutting edge, I imagine would be very helpful as well. Absolutely. So... Where can people find more information about Partners One? Where would you send them if they wanted to learn a little bit more about what you all are doing and maybe even how they can get involved? So we have an incredible website that we've worked very hard to build. It's www.partners1.org. We also are Partners One on Instagram and Partners One on Facebook. We also have a LinkedIn. It's a newer process. We're trying to figure out the best way to grow on LinkedIn. 
but we do have LinkedIn as well. And if you own a Baton Rouge business or are interested in learning more just about what we do, we'd love to talk to you about it. Perfect. Awesome, Sarah. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. We really, really appreciate it. It was great to chat with you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciated it. Of course. All right, everyone. Well, that's all we have time for today. But thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Marketing Moguls podcast. And we will catch you in the next one.